Hey there, you're back. Did you hear I missed you? This is the podcast. Thank you for listening and downloading. My name is Ian Castleberry, and I'm a freelance writer, editor, and podcaster. I had several ideas for the podcast this week, and it may result in two shows. I don't want to get crazy, though. I definitely have some thoughts I'd like to share, if not an outright review, on Avengers Endgame. Maybe you've seen it? But I'd also like to talk about the upcoming return of Deadwood, my intention to rewatch the series, and the revelation that its creator, David Milch, is now suffering from Alzheimer's disease. Then there was also the sad news of director John Singleton passing away after suffering a stroke. And his film, Boys in the Hood, had quite an effect on me when I was young. But my priority this week was to interview Scott Russell, who runs the comic book shop that keeps getting more and more of my money here in Asheville, North Carolina, Pastimes, Comics, and Games. Why talk to Scott now? Saturday, May 4th is Free Comic Book Day, the annual celebration of comic books and comic book fandom, really the largest event in the industry. Usually it coincides with a big superhero movie release, since Marvel has basically claimed the first weekend in May for its world-dominating blockbusters. One of the things I want to do with the podcast is talk to people I'm interested in and friendly with. So I thought Scott would be a good candidate to cut that ribbon as my first conversation. And with Free Comic Book Day, the timing seemed ideal. We talk about the business of running a comic book shop, how much Free Comic Book Day means to that, and take a bigger picture look at the industry. Scott is also a podcaster, one-third of the Expendable Opinion podcast, and one of his co-hosts, Miles Rice, sat in on our conversation. Later on, we talk about their podcast, which focuses on pop culture and is under the Spillcorn Media umbrella that includes video sketches and short films in addition to the new audio content. I said on the last podcast that I would warn you before going into topics that might not appeal to everybody. Since we're talking about comic books, I understand that not everyone will be interested in this one. But I think my conversation with Scott has some intriguing business insights, and maybe you'd like to learn a little bit more about this cultural phenomenon that's taken over the movie industry and made it cool to be a geek. I hope you'll give it a shot. But if not, I get it, and we can get together next time. Okay. Here's my interview with Scott Russell. Sound the geek alert. (gasps) I'm a nerd. (gasps) So am I. Excelsior! All right, so we're here with Scott Russell, co-owner of uh, Pastimes, Comics, and Games in Asheville, North Carolina, talking before uh, Free Comic Book Day. So why don't we start with the Scott Russell origin story. How did you come to owning or co-owning a comic book shop? Um, I actually worked for Advanced Auto Parts for like 16 years, and I wanted to get out, so we had, um, I had this opening, basically. I could leave, and Chris wanted to leave, and we just, I took over for him, and then... Chris being the owner? The the other co-owner, actually. Okay, Okay. yeah, because I remember, I've been here since, in Asheville, since 2010. Yeah. And I think the first time I came in, I don't... I think was Chris still owning it if this was in 2010? Uh, yeah, he would have still been here probably. Okay. I, I think um, I took over around 2013 maybe. Okay. Yeah, I remember a yeah. transition or something yeah. like that. I mean, I wasn't – it took me a few years after moving here before I actually walked in because I didn't have a job. and <laughs> <laughs> I knew I was like, I can't walk in there. 
spend money I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, so you're you're only roughly about six years now. Um, what has surprised you the most about owning a comic book shop or, or this business? I the diversity in customers have changed since I've been here. That it actually transitioned more into um, you know like it seems like fifty fifty male female oh, okay. a lot of times I'm, mm. so that's the biggest difference maybe more female readers yeah more yeah more 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 female readers more variety of things to read so what about ages is that it's anywhere from like five years old to you know 80 so okay. it's a pretty broad range i'd say it's more or less in the the 20s to 60 range on a regular basis though but the kids are coming back, so it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. What do you what do you attribute that to? Uh, movies and TV. Movies, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that they get to see nowadays, and, um, and it's bringing kids in. The parents get an excuse to come into the comic <laughs> right. book shop to bring their kids in now. So, and that's good. That's future readers. Yeah, absolutely. So, is there anything that you may not have guessed before you? Um, took over like just something that happens or something you've noticed that you never would have guessed that this was part of the business or something you didn't expect um, chasing down people to get their um, the, chasing down people not literally like out the no 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 there. chasing chasing down uh, subscribers or regular customers that most of the time are yeah, I, I shouldn't be in charge of their hobby for them. It's really right. their hobby. Yeah, no, we I've just gotten keep that email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it's it's not a mean thing. It's a business thing. You know, you know, sure. when you get behind, you know, communication is key with um, my customers most of the time. Uh, if they don't answer back, it's kind of I'm like, did they die or are they hurt? I'm I I think about Has that, that first. Yes, okay. that has happened. <laughs> All right. I mean that's sad, but right. it it, uh, it does happen. It's life. Yeah. So people move away. They don't tell you things like that. But mo- you know, because I remember there was a story. I think was it like last October or November? Like there was a comic book store. I forget where it was, but it went out of business because they just had like tens of thousand dollars in unsold merchandise. Yeah, you, they they just didn't cut people off when they should have. And yeah. you know, you gotta you gotta have that make that hard decision sometimes and go. Well, I can't keep sinking my money into something that I'm not getting a return on. So, yeah, I mean, it, it it it's a sad part of the business, and it can put a lot of comic shops out of business when you don't have your regular customers coming in. Do you think that's the big part of it? Is that, I mean, enough people don't realize it's a business. Like, hey, I'm into comics. Yeah, this is my hobby. Yeah, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised at the people that will come in that haven't been in a comic shop in decades. And they're like, oh, they still make Batman? And you're like, uh-huh. yeah, man, they stopped making it while you were you were gone, and they just started it up again right as you came back in. You know, that, that happens all the time. <laughs> they just stopped. <laughs> so what would you say is your favorite part of the job? I, I like interacting with customers about what they like to read and what I like to read. It's a, it's a nice commonplace with... I said you're like a bartender. Yeah, people come in and just hang out and talk, and um, yeah, we're we're a comic book cheers. Cheers. (laughs) 
and that's that's so true and and you know and and then we got a lot of fraser going on there too because there's a lot of <laughs> advice going on and <laughs> maybe not the right about, advice about personal nature or having to do with <laughs> no just every just helping people find what they would, oh, okay. would like and stuff how often do they uh recommend something to you that you might not have well i mean that, you see everything but that happens a few times a week you know you're oh, like okay. oh have you heard of this and i'm like oh no but i look it up and I, i'm always like game to try something new and bring it in here i i, I hate missing something for somebody you know there's too much good stuff out nowadays yeah well let's talk about free comic book day it's this saturday as uh we're recording uh traditionally the first saturday in may yes and it's may the 4th okay so i think it's been going on since 2002 yeah it's been 18 years wow and Um, we've been doing it every time every year every year every year they did it so so i'll start off with what's probably a dumb question but is this your black friday is this yeah yeah it's definitely it's it's a very uh crazy busy day it's i i you know you you see how big our shop is and when you got 90 people in here at the same time yeah it's pretty nuts so there's barely any move to room to move around so it's it's a fun day i like the day actually chris hates the day but it's just because of the because of the amount of people in here it's it's more of an anxiety kind of thing he enjoys he he enjoys you know the camaraderie and stuff but that's a lot of people um, it even gets warm in here even with the air condition you're like oh you get that many people in a lot of heat yeah yeah um so what has it has it changed quite a bit over the eighteen years or seventeen years? Um, using uh, Chris as a reference, since he did it most of most of the those years, you know, every year they didn't they didn't like go balls of the wall with it a lot of times. And as I took over, I I kind of made it into like an event day, mm-hmm. and you get a lot of people in here that you never see before you know and you retain some of those customers occasionally um it's a pretty but every year it seems to be bigger like Mm -hmm. every year it's increased wow so and subsequently have you increased like the number of books that you you have in here or the free comic day specials um generally so they they generally have about 50 to 60 different books available but we don't order every one of them because Most of the, our most of our rules are like they need to be books that we carry in the store. You don't want to give somebody you know a book that we're not going to even carry, yeah. uh, like a free book of something. Can you order those or? Like, yeah, you know, there's a title coming out that you wanted to check out. Yeah, yeah, we can. Well, I mean, if there's something coming out afterwards, that's fine. That ties into it. We'll try to to carry it through. But there's a. There's a lot that we just don't, we can't carry. It's most stores can't carry every book that right. comes out. If they do, they're you know like Midtown in New York City and stuff where they have right, but three, yeah, four. I mean, I've heard stories about people getting stuck with a bunch of or shops getting stuck with a bunch of inventory that they yeah. can't get rid of. Yeah. Or even record stores like on oh yeah record book record store day. Yeah, record store day. Um, do you are, are there any um, free comic book day books that? stand out to you like what looks like the best ones this year uh, you got um dc actually has one called year of the villain which they should have said that it was a free comic book day thing because we're giving it away for free anyway but it 
it's like basically showing what they're doing for the year and it's a very villain based marvel's got two coming out that's like one of them's avengers kind of pre showing you about savage avengers and all that coming out and then you've got the absolute carnage one which is the whole storyline that's getting ready to happen with carnage going after anyone that's ever had a symbiote on them and he's going to kill all of them mm-hmm. so that's a lot of characters <laughs> so <laughs> and it's done by donny cates and ryan oh, stegman yeah. so they're the the regulars on it there's a goon meets grudge which is pretty fun from albatross books there's pokemon different other kids books there's the I think uh, Dear Justice League, they're doing one of those. That that one's a cool little book. Spawn, they're reprinting number one for Free Comic Book Day because that's coming up on number 300 special. Do the ones geared toward kids tend to do better? Yeah, we we try to to get some of the kids' books that we actually carry, too. So, you know, there'll be Lumberjanes and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you already answered this, but so, I mean, obviously this attracts a lot of new customers. You see people you've never seen before. Yeah. Um, is, is there a pretty good retention rate on that or? No. Okay. So no, you, unfortunately not. You may get maybe a few new subscribers. There may be a few people that come back to try out, say, volume two of a trade they bought that day. Um, Maybe if, you know, you may have a few regulars that actually add books to theirs because of whatever free comic book they got and tried it out. They might go, yeah, I, w- I want to pick up Savage Avengers or something like that. Yeah. but This might be hard to notice, but do you ever notice people who they just come in that they're like... Oh, yeah. Like Christmas Eve going to church, like just that one time a year? Yeah. It's they are like clockwork every year. They are the same people... <laughs> Do they just gobble up the free stuff? They just come in for the free stuff, oh. and and that's unfortunate because there's so much cookies and cupcakes. Are they coming in for uh, those? They they may, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean that he offers cookies and cupcakes <laughs> to. Customers. Yes, and then we we actually have a artist coming in to do uh, free sketches and stuff too. So oh, cool. he was here last year, um, but. I couldn't get both of them, but one of them was like volunteering automatically. He's like, "Yeah, let me come in." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, man, you're cool. welcome to." Um, well, you mentioned the goon, and you're having uh, an event, right? With yes. uh, Eric Powell doing June twelfth like, revival tour, June twelfth. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, did you have to? I mean, you must have had to apply for that, or did you have to? He actually, we had been emailing back and forth with Albatross and him and his wife. His wife runs the, I guess she does a lot of the, I guess the social media and stuff. And they were doing a 20th anniversary tour of the Goon. And they told us, just wait, we'll email you about doing the tour. And then we saw that when they announced they were doing it, we were automatically just emailing them like, hey, we want to be on that list. And they put us on the list. So it was pretty cool. We found out. You and know. you're a big fan, right? So yeah. how much how much did that factor in? To... Uh, yeah, a lot. We, <laughs> um, Chris, had actually, before I got here, he had been trying to get him to come to the store. So it's been like 10 oh. years we've been trying to get him. to Because sh- he lives in Nashville, and we thought, oh, okay, yeah. that's not a far away. We all like it. We could probably easily promote it. And then, you know, we're getting support from everybody in, in the area, which is cool, from the other comic shops. So, Excellent. yeah, they were all like, how'd you get Eric Powell? And I'm like, we just emailed him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of uh, other comic book stores in the area, I mean, I 
I was surprised moving to Asheville how many comic book shops were here. And I know more have opened since then. But like Chris, my podcast partner on Amusement Park Podcast, he lives in a small town in Louisiana. They don't have comic book stores. And I mean, I grew up in a college town. We had one, maybe two. So to see how many are in Asheville now? It's like six, maybe? Let's see. There's us. There's Comic Envy. There's Morgan's Comics. There's Asheville Comics. There's Orbit, Orbit, which is kind of um, Hillside Comics and Games, and Hero Hunter. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I pretty mean, nuts. <laughs> what, what does that say about the area then? Because I mean, they're all presumably doing well, and I think it's the mixed, the pretty cool diversity of people in the Asheville area. Uh, there's all wants and likes in the area, and I think it. Because I would have said for sure, okay, yeah, College Town, that makes sense. You know, yeah. people, but I mean, there's UNC Asheville here, but I don't know. Do we consider Asheville a college town? Like, I don't know. Yeah, because you, yeah, yeah? you got okay. AB Tech too. Okay. And AB right. Tech's pretty big. All right, for, so, all right we'll there. call it a college town. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. so UNC Asheville, West, Western Carolina. Then you got Warren Wilson not far from us. Right. There, okay. So. All right, so they, they check that off. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, Mars Hill too. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so there you go. They can. We're a college area. We are. Uh, all right, so uh, bigger picture. Uh, what, what do you think is the best comic book being published right now? <laughs> or your favorite, or most popular even? Um, I would say, are, are you saying the most popular or like what maybe people should be reading or? Okay, let's, yeah, let's start there. What should people be reading? I, I think that more people should be reading Black Hammer by Jeff Lemire. I would agree with that. I think Black Hammer is by far one of the, the best things being published today. And it's nice because we do sell quite a bit of the trade paperbacks because people, when you recommend that to them, they're like, well, that sounds really good. I want to try that out. So, no, I mean, speaking from personal experience, yeah. like I was interested in Black Hammer, and then you're like, here's Sherlock Frankenstein. Here's oh, it's so good. This. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, I got. Uh... <laughs> but you know, I've I've recommended that to several people that don't even read comics. Oh yeah. Yeah, they'll come in and they're like, well, I like this, and you know, I'm, uh, it's easier to ask them what they like to watch or yeah, yeah. or what kind of books they're into or music, and you can kind of. You can f- kind of find what they like. So that's got to be the fun part. It is pretty fun, actually. Like a puzzle. Yeah, um, and then they and it's even more gratifying when they come back and they're like, "Hey, you got volume two of that? Because that was awesome." Yeah. yeah. Or you got something similar to that? So it's pretty fun. Well, and then I mean, that's going to be a TV show, right? So uh, yeah, hopefully that'll help. It's um, awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, how about most popular then? Um. Most popular is currently, I, I would say uh, you've, you've got Batman, Justice League, Avengers, Venom's really popular right now. There's a, and so in singles, what about, like, are there some that are more popular in trades? Like I imagine Walking Dead at some point was like hugely popular in trades. Yeah, Walking Dead's popular in trade. Um, you've, we, Thanos Wins did really well for us from Donny Cage. You got... Any of the nine ninety nine image books sell really good. That's such a great price point. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Immortal Hulk has sold really good in trade paperback. Which I think I think Immortal Hulk is probably the best thing Marvel's putting out right now, and there are a lot of people reading it too. We used to have like minuscule numbers on Hulk. You maybe seven people. It's 
tripled or, or quadrupled. Yeah, like it's I heard nuts. about it. People were like, this is the best book Marvel's putting out. I'm like, all right. And it's a horror book, too. Yeah. And so, I mean, thankfully the trades came out, boom, boom, like yeah. that. And then now I'm <laughs> And it's really good, yeah. yeah. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You might have to search under my name, Ian Castleberry. That's C-A-S-S-E-L-B-E-R-R-Y. Until we get a few more shows in our archive. Also, leave a rating, or even better, a review if you're so inspired. We could use the signal boost in that big iTunes and Apple podcast space. Any feedback you can offer is very much appreciated, and I don't take that time or effort for granted. The podcast is also available for listening, downloads, and subscriptions on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, and TuneIn. Being on TuneIn means you should be able to listen to this on Amazon Echo, but Alexa can't quite pick up the difference between podcasts and podcast. Yeah, maybe I should have picked a different name. But you can still find us on the TuneIn app and website if that's how you like to listen to your podcasts. But iTunes kind of makes this whole thing go around. Thank you for listening and downloading. Well, how big a part is uh merchandise in the business i mean besides comics you know action figures you know um i think it depends on the area i like your group of customers that you have you know we we sell quite a bit of pops we don't sell a humongous amount like say like hot topic or something like that but we do have um they tend to stay a little long here and then a lot of those collectors will come in and like oh you got this it's sold out somewhere else um pops are good action figures are do well i like have um you know like statues those are things like people order though right no. yeah statues statues are not a big seller i mean when uh, you, you gotta drop item. Uh, 50 to 150 bucks on something that easily breakable when you could get buy a 24 dollar action figure yeah well, so Funko Pops, are is that the most? Yeah, I would say Funko Pops are probably our biggest um, extra. <laughs> okay. No, I, I like them too. I, I had to kind of cut myself off because I just don't have a place to put them. Uh, and enamel pins have been a, a big thing in the last oh, couple yeah. years. They, they've increased quite a bit, and it's yeah. it's a kitschy, fun thing. So. Yeah, and you just need places to put them. And stickers? <laughs> stickers, yeah. So... Movies presumably bring more people into the shop, but what about what about the effect on back issues? Like, how many people are looking for Thanos's first appearance, or um, you know, the first time Hawkeye was Ronin, or or something like that? That, that happens a lot more now than um, it did. It, it heats up. I think a lot of people um, use a lot of online um, apps that help them see what's selling really well. Movies and TV really affect that too because it's like because we saw that Ronin was going to be in there, the Ronin book shot up. Just if a character is going to make a live action appearance or whatever, it it does bring the value up and bring collectors in to look for it. Um, just do you seek it. those things out too? I mean, like, oh yeah, okay. yeah. You know, when you're buying collections, you you got to look for those keys. And it, it, right, I've seen and it's that, fun. Yeah. It's yeah. super fun to find too. It's fun to find weird things that people are like oh yeah that's a weird appearance of howard the duck that's fun yeah let's go for that <laughs> so has that boosted the popularity of uh back issues in general yeah um you know in we like to have a lot of sales but like uh, free comic book day is a huge back issue day so that's fun to get cleaned up 
because <laughs> people dig through it pretty good. So, well, I remember you were talking about how many back issues you got rid of at a show, right? There was the what was it, Asheville Comic Con? Yeah, or? yeah, we we got rid of quite a bit. So, I mean, the do- you know, when you got dollar specials and stuff, people yeah. t- people tend to take a chance on that. So, and then so. I mean, was there sort of a dip, though? I mean, you know, there's trades, there's omnibuses, there's the reprints, like the True Believers. Right. I mean, so did that affect back issues for a long time, or does that actually help in any way? It actually helps a lot of times, because sometimes I'll have uh, guys that'll buy, like, a hardcover or a trade paperback, and then they'll go, you know what, I kind of want to have each issue because I just like the covers, and or... You know, they want to complete their collection. You got the completists that have to mm-hmm. have the issues and the trades and the hardcovers and the omnibuses and the absolutes and whatever else. Right, could be a completist, yeah. Yeah, and that is a OCD thing that I don't want to have going on for myself. It's crazy. <laughs> I do collect a lot of Hellboy, but I can't go. I can't go all the way deep on that. So, all right. So recently, uh, I don't know if you saw this, uh, Ron Mars on Twitter was uh, oh, yeah. speaking to a classroom and one of the one of the students asked where do you buy comics and he just blew this up into this huge like oh my god this yeah. is what's wrong with the industry right here um i mean certainly that's a problem but i mean have i, do, I mean do you agree with that like not enough people know where to buy comics uh, uh yeah yeah i i think you know when i was a kid you could go to like a grocery store, or you could That's go true. to a, a service station. Yeah. You know, yeah. You go to like uh, what else? Um, 7-Elevens used mm-hmm. to have them all the time. They used to have the comic rack. You'd be like, oh, man. Spinner racks, yeah. I mean, Spinner racks are That's awesome. how I got into comic books. I mean, my mother, she would take the bus home from work. She would stop to get, you know, like a prescription or groceries. She'd buy like five comic books and bring them home. Like, I, it was like long into my collecting before I even stepped foot into a comic shop. Right. Yeah, when I stepped into my first comic shop, it was like, I can't believe that there's a shop that just sells comics. Just it was comics. Freak, it freaked me out. Because yeah. I'm like, what is this? Me too. And all the comics you never saw before, like Omaha yeah. the Cat Dancer and all this. <laughs> yeah, stuff that weren't allowed to sell. <laughs> and not that it was an adult thing. It was just like, it just didn't make it to the newsstands. Yeah. So. Well, but I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the Omaha was like an adult comic, but I mean, even stuff like uh, John Sable Freelance, Dean yep. Agents, uh, stuff Grim, you could buy. Grimjack, all these yeah. weird books that nobody... So... I mean, that would obviously help you then if, if grocery stores, drug stores started to carry those again. Uh, big, yeah. big box stores like Target, Walmart. Well, you know, I mean, Walmart and Target have slowly been putting, like, Walmart carries those 100 pagers that are four ninety nine. Yeah. You get a brand new story and then a bunch of reprints of stories that were good. And it's like, that's one of the coolest things. I collect those. We yeah. can't get them. Right, so we we and it's funny because we have the whole same thing going on. Man, when's that come out? And we're like, hey man, they're out now. We got to go get them. I never went to go look. So were they like readily available like at the Weaverville? Yeah. See, I never went to go look. But I mean, it always kind of pissed me off. I'm like, well, but now they're coming out in trade. Yeah, right? they're doing so. they're doing them in like individual issues and in trade. I I think I think the biggest problem could be solved for Marvel and DC Comics is if they actually advertised it with their product. I mean, you would think that DC Comics, since, you know, they're part of Warner Brothers, they'd go, 
during their time frames on TV when they're advertising for like Arrow and yeah, Flash and all that, there would be like, "Hey, get the latest DC comics at your local comic shop at, by using Find Comic Shop Locator." Uh, my comic shop locator. Yeah, that's or even easy. like at the end of like during credits or after credits yeah. of movies. Like, why aren't you saying, "Okay, you, you enjoy Aquaman"? Yeah. Go look, go read more stories. Yeah. yeah, you can go. I mean, even advertising their their dot com. Do that. You're, you're going to DC. What is it? The DC is it called DC Universe? That's what it is. DC Universe has all, almost all of their comics now yeah. on that website. It's insane what amount of stuff you can read. Marvel Unlimited's nuts. Comicsology, you can get almost anything. But you know a lot, and, and the digital stuff brings the people in here for the back issues. Well, I'll give you a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually helped, right? Yeah, yeah, it's cro- it's it's cool because people like to have a physical copy. I th- yeah, that's it for me exactly. Like yeah. reading it on the iPad is one thing, but like I just miss the. Well, you know, they even tactile. said the the digital comics basically have they've just they've leveled off. They've they're they're the same amount almost every time now. Yeah, where comic books can fluctuate up and down that just kind of stays the same so i guess people are getting it one way or another and they give us a lot of times you get the free the free digital code in a lot of those anyway oh, that's right let's talk a little bit about um you you like to doodle and sketch and you put them on facebook and instagram yeah so like how how has that always been a love of yours? As a, yeah, recently? yeah, as a kid too. I mean, I draw. I you know, I took a lot of art classes. And did you want to draw comics? Is that a dumb yeah? Question? I I did. So did I. I. I wanted to draw comics so bad, and it was just like I think I hit like a plateau at one point where I didn't think I was any good at all, and I didn't feel like I was progressing, and I probably should have taken more art lessons. As the same way, yeah. like, okay, I really actually don't understand anatomy, or I didn't have the patience. Well, Rob Layfield doesn't either, so it's okay. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, I look at even the bad art, and I think I don't think I had the patience or the discipline to draw the backgrounds and make sure everything is... You know, it's... It, he, I've found that as in my later years, as just doodling and stuff, I enjoy. I don't even care if it looks good or not anymore. I just like just get it out on the paper a lot of times, and then sometimes that turns out to be the best stuff you've drawn. Yeah, and you're just like ah, oh, well, that looks pretty good. And the stuff you spend like hours on looks like crap when it's done. So is that something you came back to? You mentioned that you thought you plateaued. Like, did you get yeah. for a few years and then? Yeah, it was. It was several years you know i doodle here and there but in the last few years i i kind of rekindled drawing and painting and stuff it's 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 actually very relaxing so it's a nice stress reliever so speaking of which i mean uh coloring books are like a big thing too now yeah Yeah, we sell a lot of coloring books yeah you're that that is a nice side thing that's kind of a that's a hybrid of the comics and yeah and you know, and kids love those. I mean, you know, adults love them. We sell a lot. I it's mean, a big stress reliever to yeah color, um, or it could be stressful. Depends on if you set know. <laughs> <I set> the <laughs> lines, chose the wrong color. Uh, do you get much feedback on on social media for your uh, for your sketches? I I do. I, it's it's kind of interesting because I when I started up one recently and just started um, just doing the art stuff on there, I get a lot of artists that 
you know, or liking or commenting this stuff. I like to, you know, I like negative feedback as much as positive feedback because you can improve yourself. If it's constructive, right? Yes, yes. I don't need you to tell me, that looks like dog crap. And I'm like, why does it look like dog crap? Thanks, thanks. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. All right, well, uh, this is for a podcast, but I'm not the only one, obviously, with a podcast. That's a big pun now. You have a podcast and uh one of your co-hosts is is here with us has been sitting in quietly miles rice He's so quiet you What's guys up? <laughs> so uh plug your podcast Let's plug it miles do it our podcast is called the expendable opinion we all have opinions and they're all expendable <laughs> we all get so angry about our opinions not being heard or taken seriously um and ours is kind of the opposite of that we we try to throw our opinions out there of everything across the board it could be comic related or not and uh was that always the idea that you wanted to talk about everything or did you want to concentrate more on comics or movies or wrestling or something like that the idea was pop culture yeah we wanted to cover that and of course we're going to lean heavy into the comic stuff because that's just that's what we like talking about that's what brought us together yeah so how long had you guys been talking about doing a podcast before? At least a year. Yeah. At yeah. least a year. We're like, hey, let's do one. Okay. Then Cause, finally. Because we did, we had, we started a YouTube thing. Uh, it was called, uh, what was that called? PopQuest. Yeah, PopQuest. And then the minute that we did that, Mark Hamill had a PopQuest oh. culture thing that he dropped. The exact, like, to the, almost to the day. <laughs> yeah, that was, and, we were like, that's a good name! The name is the toughest. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was basically a, a podcast without it being a podcast. It was more of a talk show, I guess. Yeah. And we sit up here in the shop and. How uh, did, how much did, like, did you have a couple cameras, one camera? We just had one camera. Okay. Uh, well, no, we had two. We did on, have two. On one of them. Yeah. Um, that was the one where we kept pants on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should we mention. Had, yeah, we had yeah. a lot of coverage for, uh, for very little. <laughs> None of us are wearing pants during this recording. We should, should mention that. Yeah, well, from the Scott, start. Scott and I did demand it. And I don't know. If you went was... as far as taking your shirt off. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, yeah. we're cool with it. We definitely a, a should have e. probably pulled the shade down on the door, but definitely. Well, I mean, I've, I've been pressed against the window the entire time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got nothing for that. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Uh, now, it's fun. I mean, you, by doing yours, I mean, you, you, you. it's nice to be able to just kind of vent. Yeah. And talk to, have someone to talk to about. Because everybody, like we said, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah. And then you're like, oh. And it's oh. the best when you look and you're like, wow, we've talked for an hour, you know. Like, yeah. And we're yeah. just going on and on. And, you know, it's kind of made it healthy. Because we, we try not to even argue. I mean, we'll goad each other because we know each other's opinions a lot of the time going yeah. into it based on what we like and what we don't like. And so that's where the fun comes in. But a lot of the time, I mean, the main goal is that we're not fighting because, I mean, you come into a comic shop, you're going to have people arguing all the time, you know. over. But it's good arguing. But it is. But it is. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it, it gets, you know monotonous and it's like just take a breath just take a breath yeah it'll be okay it'll be okay yeah so you guys you have 12 episodes now uh we have 11 11 yeah our 12th will be dropping this week okay and then that's once a week usually tuesday or thursday is when they'll 
But I remember Scott was telling me you guys had a few in the bag, which I thought was really smart. <laughs> yeah. For yeah. Long. Well, I when I was kind of scheming on our approach to this, I was like, we need to have some in the bag because I may have to go out of town for uh, a gig right. or something, right. and it's just going to be easier. I'm going to have time to edit it, a bunch of them, and we're not going to be playing catch up. But now we we're in a place where I'm like epi- I'm editing an episode a week. Okay. So, and you guys have been getting uh, some pretty good feedback, some good response. Uh, it's kind of plateaued right now, which is fine. You know, I'd much rather have like a steady audience uh, listening in. Yeah. How's yours? I, I think we've plateaued. I don't know. We'll see. But I think we've already maybe missed the window on Endgame. I wonder a little mm-hmm. bit. Like it's possible. Like yeah. If we release it on Friday, I know people are still seeing the movie, but like we held off because after we saw. Endgame, but like, how the hell are we going to talk about this without think, spoilers? Well, and you know that's the thing. Like, I think you can talk about it for a little bit and then just be like, okay, we're about to spoil. Yeah, like, because you know at that point, if they're listening, excuse me, if they're listening, they they know that you're going to be talking. Yeah, about it. You know, and well, they've I, probably seen it. Yeah, I mean, I thought we had to get more organized just in that, like beforehand. Like, we'll be talking about something, and then like, oh wait, we can't talk about that because that's spoilers. <laughs> well, let's talk beforehand about like, all right, let's do twenty minutes on non-spoilers, and then okay, right, you can skip the rest of the show or come back, preferably, and we'll get into spoilers. But um, we spoil a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we do warn people, and yeah. and at first, people there were a few people that were like. Hey, they they kind of were spoiled. And I'm like, but we we, we, we did warned, we, we prefaced warned you. it. We were yeah, like, hey, yeah. we're gonna spoil this. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we had several people like uh, I think what when we released the Titans one, mm-hmm. and they were like, I didn't want to watch Titans, but after you guys talked about it, I was like, I kind of want to watch it and now because yeah, it's spoiling. We're like, it hey DC, pay us some yeah. money. Well, that's something. <laughs> that's something I think I had to realize and and, and come back to is that. Not everybody's going to listen to it right then when you put it out. Right. Like you said, they'll watch Titans and then go back and look and listen. And that's something I had to realize. Like, okay, we don't always have to be, like, timely. Uh, yeah, you, I mean, it, I guess it's good maybe in the two weeks time period yeah. or something. And, I mean, it all depends on your audience, too. That's right. when you dive into your analytics and really yeah. see where your audience is at. Because there are, there are episodes that we have that haven't even been touched and I think it's because of the the spoiler thing but Mm. or they're just playing catch up or there's a certain thing that they like listening to or talking about so right some topics are going to hit more than yeah that trailer one that one was that was the one that messed up and then we had fun doing it the second time and it's it trailers are fun to talk about actually because it was like oh it's just like what do we do like seven trailers yeah you know, when you're talking about Dora the Explorer, the movie and stuff, <laughs> it's it's fun. It's fun. It, it's it's a nice thing. It's a nice outlet for a lot of people. Who who would have thought that we could all have our own radio show at yeah, one point? That's it exactly. I mean, it's what blogs were like in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah. Um, now it's yeah. You can be a newspaper reporter for the blogs, and I think, then now I it's think like, I read somewhere it's like. Over six hundred thousand podcasts exist yeah. now, and yeah. how could you even choose between any yeah. of those? But, I mean, the forms evolved so much too. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have like discussions, you have interviews, yeah, you got the storytelling, true crime, is stuff it, like that. Is that something like? I mean, I think at one point I'd love to have like somebody that's actually, uh, you know, a musician or or an artist or. Uh, 
an actor or something like that, that would be super cool to just have somebody on and just talk to them about yeah. their careers and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I agree. Like interviewing uh, musicians, filmmakers, or just like business, local business. I like I. I'd like to talk to a bunch of different people. Um, you were asking if we plateaued. I mean, I think so. I mean, I'm really trying to push more on social. Um, I mean, it's a free. It's free. You mm-hmm. might as well use it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we we use Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and then we have the website. I'm not the biggest fan of our website because. I don't update it as much as I should. Well, you're, ta- you're talking about pastimes. Yeah, pastimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but this, I'm sorry. We're talking about her. No, but sorry. No, but, no, no, no. But that's yeah, I was just, question, exp- ex- ex- you know, you got you to gotta use all of that if you can. Yeah. It's free. I mean, he's always doing the spill corn stuff where we're under the spill corn thing, which is awesome because it kind of, it's nice to cross pollinate mm-hmm. with people because, you know, you could get more listeners. I think you got to reach out. You can't yeah. just say, "Here's what we do," or you know, yeah. listen to it or not. But I mean, I think you got to try and you have to you have to engage. That, exactly. That's what it, you have to want. Make them want, or get them to a place where they want to engage. And if you have enticing material, they're gonna they're gonna jump on it. You know. Yeah. And it's and it's just getting getting it out there in front of people and going, "Hey, we're doing a thing. We'd love you to be a part of it." You know, this isn't just yep. a showboating, you know. Yeah, we're not, I mean, we're doing it for fun, but yeah. we still want you to. Yeah, that's we, the, we have a goal. We have a goal <laughs> with doing this. That's when the rub comes in, right? Like, when is it a hobby versus, or like, okay, I'd like this to, we want this to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe get some advertising, you know, anything like that. Right, um, yeah. I mean, you know, profit's not a dirty word. Right. No, it's not. (laughs) No. I mean, we all need to make a living. Uh, And you have people that think of it that way, though. They think, oh, well, you're just trying to make money off of it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we are. (laughs) Why do you get out of bed in the morning? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I lean back on the saying, if you're good at something, don't do it for free. Yeah. There you go. Uh, At least for too long. (laughs) Yeah. So, so do you have a, a place where you'd like to see the podcast go? Or, I mean, you guys you just see you know, what, Yeah, see what I mean, there's other podcasts that I would eventually like to build. And uh, it goes into that interviewing people rather right. than interviewing people on, you know, their successes, just kind of what got them there. And just kind of all fields of the area that aren't necessarily have to do with pop culture or anything like that. But... Spillcorn in itself is it's Spillcorn Media, so there's going to be a lot of sketches and real, like, truthful, heartfelt stories that we're going to be cranking out and with pants on. Yeah, with with pants on. And you know, it's Spillcorn in itself is it's mainly like you know it's Southern culture, it's Mm -hmm. these mountain heritage kind of storytelling uh, formats, but you know. You don't when you. I think that's what's cool about having the pop culture thing because you would be surprised at how many people that have grown up in the South are huge comic fans, and you're like, oh, I mean, just the the typical outlook on country living. People are like, Man, they don't read comics. I mean, I think that's. I think I was suffering from that when I said I was surprised how many shops are here. Yeah, I'm like wow, I didn't. You know, yeah. I had no idea. It. I cannot. I can actually. It's not good to you know pre-qualify anybody that comes through the door here because i can look at you know i'd be like oh, that guy's not gonna read comics he probably ain't coming in and think it's stupid and then he'll just throw me for a loop and i'll be like oh 
oh, you want, yeah, you know what you're talking about. That's super awesome. It's it's super cool when you that got That might little... have been me, minus the, like, oh, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I first came in here. But with me, when I walked in, I'm my head down. I'm not going to spend any money here. <laughs> Don't even talk to me. I just want to look around. <laughs> we, we, had, we had a kid. He was probably, I'd say he was probably eight or nine. He came in, and he knew his stuff, dude. So he was like, oh, yeah, and this about the Avengers, and none of it. And he wasn't talking about movie stuff. He was talking about the comics. And it was like, whoa, <laughs> that's awesome. It's so cool, you know. And, and I like I that generation. Yeah. I wouldn't think you'd see a lot of that. Because it's yeah. a lot of, you know, looking at their phones and their, well, that's their, part, their gadgets. <laughs> that's part of what people are worried about, I think, aren't they? That, like. They'll just engage this with the movies. Like, they almost don't know about the comics. Yeah. I mean, which is fine. I mean, I, the movies stand on their own, but... Right. I mean, it's a separate gonna... universe. Yeah. Us, us comic nerds are like, well, that's just another thing up there. Yeah. yeah. No, the movies do a better job in some ways of, like, distilling the characters and the stories. And, I mean, you got to just... I mean, it's just the... And making you fall in love with characters you never thought you would. Right. <laughs> which is wild. Yeah. What they what they did with Iron Man and Captain America and I thought would never work like and then you're like wait a minute I really like Iron Man Iron Man used to be Iron Man Captain America Thor used to be some of the worst selling comics for a long time until those movies yeah. and then they were like oh these are good characters and people can write them mm-hmm. and I mean of course part of it is you have to maintain these characters for years and years and years reboot whereas the movie can tell a finite story with it 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 is it is frustrating to me and probably like a new reader when they come through the door and they're expecting that character from the tv or the movie screen or the video game and they come in and you're like okay thor's a woman now i don't understand that and you have to explain that and you'd be like oh you know do you fault the publishers for doing that? Or yes. Or just like they've got to be it's, a different thing? It Honestly, if you're going to be putting a movie out and you're, most of your money is being made from those movies, you need your other product needs to fall in line with that, I think. I think I, it needs to be I a much... I agree with that. I think it needs to be a much more recognizable with the TV shows and stuff. I think DC probably does it better than Marvel because Marvel even does like their own separate like MCU like preludes to those movies so they're they get away with going well here's this if you need it you can read this and otherwise just read the other adventures <laughs> so right yeah and i was ch- I mean, what was it x-men maybe where you figure people see the movies and they walk in they're not going to recognize nothing anything. nothing at all it's and it's then, frustrating or even you know people who want to get into the comic books like Chris was asking me about Tony Stark and Pepper Potts, and like I told him, like it blew his mind. I was like, you know, they didn't get married in the no. comics; they weren't a thing. No, and I mean, every once in a while they would dawdle around with right. it. But I mean, Tony's kind of like James Bond. I mean, he right. has lots of women in his life, just like Daredevil, <clears throat> yeah. which is freaky to me, being that he's a blind dude that has Who tons. Does? Yeah, of, <laughs> he's like Black Widow, and yeah, that's um, what it was like. You know, he, he and Black Widow were a thing for a long time, yeah, and then yeah. it's so funny. Okay, I think that's all I got. Thanks so much for your time, Scott. Yeah, Again, no problem. Pastimes, comics and games in Asheville, North Carolina. 
listen to the Expendable Opinion podcast. If you want to. If. Yep. <laughs> so Scott Russell, and then let's see, w- w- would it be with Miles Rice and Miles Rice, introducing Miles Rice in the credits? <laughs> How would you? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, thanks to Scott Russell for being so generous with his time. We tried to have a chat with him on the Amusement Park podcast before Thanksgiving last year, but technical, but technical, but technical difficulties janked up that one. It took a few months, but I'm glad I got a chance for a do-over. If you're in the Asheville and Western North Carolina area, please stop by Pastimes Comics and Games if you want some comic books, old or new. Funko Pops, enamel pins, pint glasses, and so much more. It's really a fun place. I've often told Scott he'd have liked me more in my 20s when I used to drop a hell of a lot more money on comic books. But I'm spending my share now. Join in the fun Saturday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you for free comic book day, and maybe you'll find something you wouldn't have read otherwise or a title featuring some of your favorite characters. Also, if you're a fan of The Goon and Eric Powell, stop by Pastimes on June 12th, when Powell will make an appearance at the shop as part of The Goon's 20th anniversary tour. It's only one of 21 stores in North America that will host the tour, which is pretty cool for Scott. Pastimes is also on Facebook at Pastime Comics and Games, Twitter at Pastimes underscore comics, and Instagram at pastimes underscore comics underscore Asheville. I'll include links in the show notes if that's too much to jot down. Scott does a good job with social media to show what's new each week, whether it's comics or toys. And since we mentioned Scott's artwork, you can give that a look on Facebook and Instagram, both at scott.a.russell1. That's the number one. Please also check out the Expendable Opinion podcast for some fun pop culture discussion and three guys who just genuinely enjoy hanging out and talking about their favorite things. Thanks also to Miles Rice for joining our conversation and give a look to Spill Corn Media on Facebook and Instagram. And thank you for listening, especially if you're not a comic book fan. I intend to do more interviews here on the podcast, so hopefully we'll have something that appeals to everyone along the way. You can let me know what you think at thepodcasts at gmail.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-S. We're also on social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at thepodcasts. I can also be found on Twitter at iancast, that's I-A-N-C-A-S-S, if you'd like to contact or follow me that way. I'm aiming to have another episode this week, as I mentioned in the intro, but the week is getting shorter and Uncle Ian and duties, along with like the need for sleep, might take up some of that podcasting time. But let's do this again soon, okay? <laughs> <laughs>